What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. You're listening to Comedy Central. All right. Now hiring. In Mexico, avocado farmers are now forming self-defense groups where your job will be to run checkpoints and barricades to protect the Mexican avocado crop from Mexican cartels that are coming to murder you because avocados are now so profitable. Mm. Mm. Green gold is what they're called in Mexico, a multi-billion dollar industry, but now the farmers are facing threats from local cartels that are shaking them down for their profits, and the farmers, Ralph, have said, fuck that, I will get a gun, and I will protect my guacamole. You mean to tell me you got farmer militias right now? Because that's what's going on. You you, you yes. got avocado militias? Yes. Word? Yes. And I'm not wow. sure if this is sad or if this is a hilarious plot to a movie that I should go write right now. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm voting for the movie. I, I already see, like, the avocado OG sitting up there surrounded by a bunch of avocados. Like, you see this? This is gold. Is there a fruit you're willing to die for, Jacqueline? No, there's not a fruit I'm willing to die for. And I don't the understand this avocado thing. The correct answer is pineapple. What do you, What is there not to understand? <laughs> so you put pineapple on pizza you're, too, don't you? Absolutely, I do. I do we too. We can talk about ahead. that later. Yeah. See? Die for pineapple. It's very simple. It's like getting shook down. It's, oh, it's the same as the mob in Little Italy or something, where you're a business owner and the mob comes back. It'd be a shame if somebody fucked up your hand. <laughs> but there are other avocados. Why are these avocados so important? That's what I'm missing. You ain't never had a Mexican avocado, have you, Jack? I have. You it's ain't never avocado. had no Mexican you will stab somebody for a Mexican avocado. Not that California ones where it's all weird and obtuse and strange and stuff. That's that good, sweet Mexican gold. Don't explain nothing to her, Ralph. She eat gas station guacamole. Ooh. <laughs> oh, he <laughs> eats gas station pizza while he's talking. <laughs> I absolutely do. Let's start the show. I'm not going to argue with you. My name is Roy. Welcome to my job fair. Top of the middle of the week to you. Jacqueline, how are you doing today? I guess I'm okay. Hi, Roy. I I know you're a little irritated with me, but that's fine. We can work that out later. 
Sir Ralph the Third. How you doing, sir? How you doing? This week's episode is for you. Oh, that's <laughs> this yeah. week's episode is for you. The same way three weeks ago we gave Jacqueline an opportunity to explore something that she was interested in, which was possibly selling used draws. Four thousand dollars. This week, we are going to explore, and I always love when we have a theme, and boy, down south Georgia girl earned her fucking money this week. Talk about this it. There's a lot of research, a lot of digging, because we want to make sure we got this episode right. Mm-hmm. We're talking about the weed. Ganja. the marijuanas we're talking about the tweeds we're talking about the sticky icky we're talking about the hydroponics with mm. i'm running out of words because i don't smoke weed so i don't know the sativas keep going that pack what oh else? man i can do this all day oh <laughs> um, let's see you know what I'm saying that tweed the, the 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 devil's the devil's lettuce that's the one i like that's the one i got thrown me when i graduated over there on that, that sounds like lettuce. some old black man in civil rights suit said it was an old black person in a civil rights suit who said it <laughs> <laughs> Give me some of that Lucifer cabbage. Mm-hmm. Up there smoking that wacky tobacco. Smoking on that Lucifer cabbage, young man. You're not going to be nothing if you're like, isn't it crazy? The perception of weed. Like, if you want to really talk about, like, we talk about the sweet potato and Brussels sprouts. Okay, yes, go deep. Turn around. Go deep. Go deep. If we're, go talking, deep. we're talking agriculture. Okay. Mm. And how a particular item can be perceived one way by one generation. And uh, like I think Brussels sprouts, if I'm not mistaken, there was something really acidic about them. And some dude in a lab, some nerd, 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 figured out a way to change the DNA, whatever the fuck. And it made them taste better. Mm-hmm. And that's why we fuck with Brussels sprouts now. Sweet potato, I ain't got to give you the history. They got a new manager, got an agent, started doing sweet potato fries. Ooh, you know? Hey, look, sweet man. potato tots. Yes. Hey, look, man. Little Wayne once said, my swagger is like agriculture. I don't really know what that means, but it felt appropriate right there. So, you know, I, mean, I don't keep going. think Little keep Wayne going. knew he what knew. the fuck he meant. He <laughs> He's so high, Lord. <laughs> Why you gotta be high, though, Jacqueline? He's Why high. you gotta be high, though? He will tell you himself. He drinks lean or something. I don't know what this stuff is called, but he does. I, I would just like to state for the record that there's a difference being high on lean Versus being high on the wonderful thing that we're talking about. And that's what we're going to learn about. Well, we're going to learn about it from a number of different people running their own respective companies and dispensaries and um, items that help to support the people who smoke. And I love it. I love the fact now that we're finally having this conversation about marijuana and the legalization of it, the commuting of sentences, of people that. that have been locked up. For smoking Lucifer's, smoking Lucifer's broccoli. Mm-hmm. Shout out Corvain Cooper. California folks know what it is. <laughs> yes, sir. I'm all about it. Yo, you know, it's crazy, man. Like for me, this is one of those situations that I appreciate you saying y'all, y'all doing this for me. But like quietly outside of my 
possibly strong um, enjoyment. I'm not going to say addiction, enjoyment of smoking. Um, a fun fact for both of you. Uh, a couple of years ago, I got Bell's palsy. It was uh, my half of my face literally just shut down. Uh, really? Local comics, local comics in D.C. were calling me Harvey Dent for like a month. Um, I took it. Comedians are <laughs> so cold blooded. So they are oh. cold as hell. Uh, oh, but fuck. believe it or not, it was um, cannabis that actually helped bring my face back. There was wow. a guy. There was a guy who was a friend of ours. He's a very deep in the uh, in the D.C. legalization movement. And when they heard that I came down with it, they literally came to my house and they gave me a tincture that was made at the uh, made at uh, NIH in Bethesda. And they had been working on it. And uh, I had to take two drops in the morning, two drops at noon and two drops in the afternoon. And I went from literally one side of my face just not responding. I couldn't taste anything on one side of my mm. tongue to about three weeks later. I'm back to where I'm at now. And every once in a while, I still feel I have relapses. But it was that point. Um, when I started to be like, man, something is different. Like, this is not just, you know, my recreational uh, red man, how to roll a blunt thing anymore. Like, this has actually become something, um, as far as my personal wellness and stuff is concerned, it's part of my journey. So I, I, I really appreciate us getting to cover this. Uh, it's, it's something that is a little bit close to my heart came from. JG, have you ever smoked Lucifer's asparagus? I mm. have not. You fucking liar. You know, you to say you out of college too. What? Have you done anything fun in life? But I knew you were going to ask if I had a weed story. I have a semblance of a weed story. So, long story short, super cute uh-huh. guy. I used to date early 20s. He smoked weed. So when I kissed him, my tongue would go numb. That's it. <laughs> That's some amaze balls weed. First of all, man, your tongue went numb after kissing. Dude. Yeah, you need to find down, out that bro. strain. I'm going to need you to find out that strain. That, that generally does not happen. So long ago. He, that boy was smoking some of that good Alabama wood right there. If he kissed you and your tongue went numb, that's it. But that, wait that a minute. Right My tongue mm. also goes numb or went numb when I used to eat egg McMuffin. So I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Maybe somebody mm. was getting high making the egg McMuffins. <laughs> right. <laughs> Talked a couple grains in her. <laughs> it's like, this will make her tongue numb. She'll be straight. I never, I've never smoked weed. I've been curious about edibles. My, I'll be honest. I was raised in that era where, you know, my freshman year, I came out of high school in 96, right? Mm-hmm. So that was the era where weed was still seen as the, I don't know, you should be smoking all that weed, young blood, and the gateway, and then you start smoking the crack. Uh-oh. Right. And, That's exactly what it was. You start smoking weed, you will be doing crack yes. and meth. By the end of the month, that's, that's Dare what, got that was me. what they said. I'm gonna be honest. Dare yeah. got me. Like yeah. I, I drank, that. I I drank a little bit in high school because I thought it would make me better at baseball. But outside of that, I didn't really. <laughs> that's a whole separate conversation. Okay, okay. But I, I was like, I like time. how you, just, I like yeah. how you slid that in there too. You just slid too many guests, too many guests today. We nice. don't have time. Mm. But when I got to college, here's what really turned me off on weed. So. Everybody I knew who smoked weed also smoked cigarettes or they mm. smoked black and miles or they smoked BDs or like they, they just smoked Ooh, some. You said BDs. Oh, my I, That's rushed. some South oh. shit right there. Yes, sir. So mm. I, I can't smoke weed, but here's the closest legal thing I can smoke instead. And a lot of that stuff I just didn't rock with. Like, mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. I grew up, my grandma smoked everything, stank like cigarettes and Pall Mall. So I just never, I don't know. It's like we was adjacent to that. And here's what really turned me off on weed. Hmm. My first roommate in college sold weed. Oh, that'll do it. End of the week. 
That'll do it. And at the end of the week, and this is a black college, Ralph. So you know how it is at a black college. Like pretty much, and I, I hate to say this in a stereotypical, what's the tasteful? There's no way. <laughs> you just need to go ahead and drop it. I'm I'm trying to think of a tasteful way to, to say this. Everybody at most... <laughs> Oh my goodness! What are you about to Every say? Every nigga at a black college either sold weed or cut hair. None of you motherfuckers made money because of market saturation. I made more money at shows, <laughs> and that's a fact. Market saturation. And I love it. It was market. Sa- Everybody sold weed in the dorm. Everybody. So many people sold weed that the Let's locals see. would come and pull kick doors and rob these kids. I'm like, oh yeah, nah, I mean, no doubt. Like your yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Yes. Nah, nah, it, was, it was the same way in Atlanta. Uh, the the projects were right next door, and uh, the red Save dogs the rest the projects. Yep. The Red Dogs are rushed the projects. The and police for our listeners after, to um, right, right, right. The Red Dogs of the, the, the Atlanta Police Department. Continue. For sure. They were they were rushed the projects, and then two days later, they rushed the dorms. And if you knew that they rushed the projects, you better get your stuff out. And and in defense of that saturated market, I may say, um, as a uh, consumer, uh, to be correct about it, each one of them dorms had a different strain, home. All them cats weren't selling the same shit. <laughs> 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 I can promise you that the dude in the freshman dorm didn't have the same shit that the dude in the senior dorm had. I can promise you that. Um, and 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 I'd also like to say defensive weed. I found that that was at all schools, bro. I used to think that Morehouse was just OC on Fridays. And you could walk through the dorm and smell whatever. Uh, then I go up the street to Georgia Tech and I'd be like, man, we ain't even doing it half the way these cats is doing. The Georgia Tech would be flat out on campus doing everything. But you also learn in college, it's um, almost like an exploitive market. It's less People are smoking for wellness and, and smoking because they really need help. Uh, more smoking because, you know, it's almost a rebellious thing for a lot of people in college. So is there a chart or something that tells you how a different strand is possibly going to make you react? Because it seems like everyone you know what? You know what? You should let our first guest. I'm gonna, I was gonna say okay. I'm gonna let I'm gonna I'm let I'm gonna let Tati or uh, I'm gonna let Tati or Chanel even talk on that because that's, their, Let, that's their let's wheelhouse. let's do that right now let's just do that right now let's let's just go in because i want to dive into this because there's a lot of issues with the legalization of weed the exclusion of black people you motherfuckers you knew that they were gonna legalize weed and you went and got all the weed licenses before black people could even mm. apply mm. cody's mm. most outstanding employee of the week is any of them avocado <laughs> guardsmen so we'll just fast forward past you got to be avocado guard i love it (laughs) bro if you're guarding avocado fields from cartels you have got to really seriously love your job yo that's harder than being secret service for the president you getting shot for avocados son shot for avocados murdered head chopped off all that i jacqueline i don't know what what is it you don't understand it's an avocado. Cocaine is more profitable. So Clearly it's not. They they coming after the coca fields and the avocados, JG. See, you laughing about avocados like it's fucking oranges or some shit. These ain't oranges. I'm gonna read the article closer because I, I don't I, I don't get it. Gold. Worst and first, it's where we invite you to job fair listener to come on this show and share with us a terrible job that you might have had and uh, we're going to invite somebody on now from the from the weed business and we're going to 
start them off with this strain question that you're asking, JG, because you're, you're acting real Christian right now, and I'm not sure if that's... <laughs> acting? Yes, <clears throat> acting. Mm. You're behaving mm. in a way that suggests that, well, I don't know about any of this. I don't sound different. anything. <laughs> oh, Lord, my, where's my Bible? Who's on the phone with us right now, JG? Tatiana, please come help us. We have Tatiana, and she's with Cannaboy Treehouse in New Jersey. Hi. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for having me. You are a Black woman that is well on her way to being able to legally sell marijuana in this country. How did you get that train out the station? Because that's some unicorn level shit. <laughs> so the train started with my dad. Um, mm -hmm. He's the one who had the idea. Um, he had ha been having health problems as well as my grandma. And as an alternative to using aspirin or any um pharmaceutical drugs, uh, they turned to a more natural way. So he started using the oils, tinctures, started just branching out on personal use. And then he was like, why wouldn't everybody else need help too? So then you all do like the CBD stuff. So let's, let's talk first about Cannaboy Treehouse yeah. in Jersey. You all do CBD for people like me and Jacqueline. Mm -hmm. What is the difference between CBD and the shit that gets you talking crazy like Snoop Dogg during Olympic coverage with Kevin Hart? So simply put, um, CBD doesn't get you high. Weed gets you high. Mm. Same plant. How they do that, though? Is it like orange juice, the pulp versus the juice? <laughs> one's a hemp plant and then one's a marijuana plant. So two different plants. One's high in THC, the other is high in CBD. Gotcha. So same but different in terms of yeah. just the the makeup of the actual plant itself. Yeah, they even look just a little bit different. Can't you have different strains of CBD as well as different strains of, of THC weed? Absolutely. Um, if they were put into classes, you could have sativas, you could have indicas, and you can have hybrids. Based on what you're looking for, um, you should pay attention to that a little bit more than you would pay attention to the percentage, the THC percentage you see. So um, as far as effects, if it's an indica, it's going to keep you down, help you fall asleep. If you have any anxiety, that would be a good option for you. Um, if you're looking for something to help you get up, if you have depression, if you want to use it in the morning as a pick-me-up, you should use a sativa. That's going to be on the other end of the spectrum. Um, and if you kind of want to stay in the middle, you just want to keep your day going. Um, certain hybrids smoke different than others because they have different percentages. For instance, there could be a hybrid that's 50-50 sativa and indica, or there could be 70% uh, indica, 30% sativa. So it's going to keep you down more so. Okay, so how are you making like whole milk 2% skim milk versions of weed? Is that all bred and grown as such, or is that like a post-production process? And I'm being very simple because I don't know. I've never absolutely, smoked. I don't absolutely. understand There's any of this. Cause, cause, and that's where the weed smokers, like I've done shrooms before, right? Uh-huh. And when a motherfucker hand me a shroom, he say, eat one or eat four. And it'll be <laughs> different, but just eat them. There's no, well, this shroom grew in horse shit versus goat shit in two different shrooms. And uh, like, 
so it becomes hard for me to understand all of the different, like how are the different strains created? I understand that the different strains exist and they do different things physiologically to us, but how are they created? From the very beginning of their cultivation, uh, when you breed two different seeds together, you're going to get a different hybrid versus if you breed two different seeds from somewhere else. That's right. Before your daddy came, before your father came to you, I hate the word daddy. It's such a weird <laughs> fucking word. Before your father came to you, you go, baby girl, we're going to sling this thing and then we're going to move up to cocaine in two years. Come on, whip it to Jersey. <laughs> what the hell? What? Before your, before your father came with you with your long-term plan to get into the cocaine industry, how? <laughs> <laughs> Just... I'm just. I'm That's a whole another lane. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I used to be a lifeguard, and it really got tiring sitting out there in the sun and saving people who chose to almost drown themselves. So, I probably would never want to be a lifeguard again. <laughs> a little bit of statistics here, JG. Mm-hmm. Courtesy of Down South Georgia girl, our researcher. Minorities, and you know these numbers as of as of a couple of years ago. So I'm hoping that they've gone up a little bit. Mm-hmm. But minorities only occupy 17 percent of the executive space, the C-suite space in the cannabis industry. And mm-hmm. I think that's that's the part of it that really makes me, you know, annoyed with this third because you have a person here like Tatiana who represents what I believe to be is the arm of the population that should be profiting the most because we were punished the most Mm -hmm. uh, for it. Do you think, Tatiana, the medicinal benefits of CBD and hemp and the clothing and you can wear and look like Woody Harrelson and Hobo? (laughs) Do you think the medicinal benefits get muddied by the criminalistic reputation that marijuana had before the medicinal stuff was discovered because i feel like if it had happened the other way around we might not even be having this kind of i don't think we would have ever been illegal in the first place no no i definitely think it gets muddy um people literally will pass the shop 17 times and then on the 18th they'll be like okay i think i'm ready to see what's going on in here because at that point, they don't always know what's going on. So when you come in and you have such a broad product line, they have really no choice but to look at it like, oh, maybe this could be for me because there's so many different options. You don't only have to smoke uh, the flower to be able to help yourself. There's so many different ways and you just have to find what works for you, which is why we're here. Hey, Tati. Mm-hmm. So... When I first uh, came to Cannaboy, I literally was, um, I was recommended by a friend of mine, a cousin of mine, who was going to you all for uh, using the CBD flower. And then I turned around and for some reason started playing basketball and I limped in to the store and your father looked at me and was like, oh boy, you look like you're in trouble. And he, uh, he gave me this stuff by uh it's got 2400 milligrams of cbd in it and it literally says on it it contains no thc um i've been telling people it's like the magic soccer spray like you know you watch soccer and they'll spray someone through and they'll jump up and start running um the cbd the cbd stuff is kind of the same way can you talk about uh the cbd as far as like a muscle relaxer and all that kind of stuff and if you don't mind because my man's is on here also kind of talk about the effect of cbd on dogs because there's people who gonna want to know that Absolutely. So CBD is going to go into those muscles and relax any inflammation. 
So it's not acting like a sedative. It's kind of just helping that inflammation that you experience when you do work out or your muscles are being used too much in that area. Um, so you put some on, you're going to feel like an icy sensation, and then it's going to help with any of that inflammation that's going on in there. Um, as far as for pets, it's going to do the same exact thing. CBD is working on inflammation in those muscles, which is going to help your pet if they have any anxiety, if they have any depression, if they have any, just like we have moods, they have moods. Mm -hmm. And it comes from your body going through those painful things that are causing your moods to be better or worse. So if you help that inflammation in there, it in turn helps the mood too. Well, thank you so much for coming on and sharing all of this with us. Where can we find you online? I see cannaboytreehouse.com, but mm -hmm. is there any socials like for, for people that are in the Jersey area, can you mail, can you mail order CBD or is it like alcohol and it depends on the state and all that shit? Yes, you can. We actually have it on our website, like you said, uh, cannaboytreehouse.com. And then on Instagram, we are official cannaboy. Um, and then on TikTok, we're official cannaboy. We don't really know how to use TikTok, but. <laughs> it's okay. a, most of us don't. <laughs> C-A-N-N-A-B-O-Y-Treehouse.com. Thank you so much, Tatiana. I would love for you to hang out for a second because we have some other guests we do want to kind of connect you all with uh, at the end of the program. If you have some time, if not, go live your life and come back and check in with us. But either way, thank you so much for thank coming you. on the job fair. I appreciate you having me. Thank you. She's nice. But you also know, Roy, you, we, we missed the total opportunity to ask Tatiana about the uh, central benefits of uh, CBD. Or some of you people out there who oh. might need those sensual things taken care of. Well, you know what? After the break, we'll ask the next woman we got coming on. I bet she know about it because mm -hmm. I know that they she knows all the research and has done all the homework on the industry. This is this is this is a good episode. Mm -hmm. Seventeen point five billion dollars spent on marijuana by Americans. One year. That's a lot of money. After the break, exactly. we're going to speak with someone that can break down ways that you can get into the marijuana industry, why the barriers exist on the marijuana industry, and we're going to talk about some of the techie tech, biotech, medicinal parts of the weed. I'm learning a lot today. Thank you for this, Ralph. We might have to bring Rod in early because we need somebody else that can ask some smart weed questions. Me and Jacqueline sitting here like two Christians. Like, so <laughs> what part of the plant do you eat? Sprinkle your salad. <laughs> <laughs> Job fam, we'll be right back. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S., that's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. 
Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash iHeart. That's lifelock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you on the hunt for a new home this spring? But don't know where to start? Fisher Homes is your solution. Your new home should reflect you from the front door to the kitchen and even your outdoor space. Start your journey by selecting your ideal home site, like in a cul-de-sac or that's tree-lined, and then choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans. Bring it all together at our Lifestyle Design Center. Let Fisher Homes be your new home solution this spring and start making memories at fisherhomes.com. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbionica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbionica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O. TIKA.com. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring, and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up, like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect, flowy spring dress for Mother's Day, as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first like worthington and liz claiborne for her each in women's petite and plus sizes and stafford and mutual weave for him style and comfort for all even big and tall plus even more for the whole family like levi's and exertion here spring comes in all shapes sizes and colors jc penny make everybody count Job fair, we back in it. We are talking weed this week. We are talking weed, hydro, cannabis, sticky icky, the devil's arugula. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ralph, I want to thank you for helping to put this episode together and you know, using some of your radio connects to find people that can speak more specifically to this industry but you know being that i don't smoke jacqueline doesn't smoke i think it's only fair that we bring in the homie rod aka rod for short a little earlier than we normally bring him on so he can join in this conversation because i know rod may have some pontifications as it relates 
to the weed. Rod, what is your normal THC CBD strain of oil that you smoke in a tincture? Did I do that right, Ralph? No, you did it wrong, uh, but it's fine. <laughs> um, Me and Rod got you. We, we already yeah. have you. You're good. You know, I like the. I'm a. I'm an indica man. I like like my indica. I yeah, like right. a good relaxing sit down body high. Um, so I, I usually go with an indica or a hybrid. Uh, right now, I've got my I've got my edibles going. I've got my pen going. Mm. And I've got my tincture going straight. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, right. I'm in the zone. (laughs) Um, If if I can, if I can piggyback on that, Roy, I'm definitely more of an indica person than I am a sativa person. Even though I do, I do appreciate a good sativa. I I do appreciate a good sativa, but I'm I'm definitely an indica kind of a dude. Um, What's an indica? uh Versus a what? Yeah. So you got you got two different kinds of of for lack of a better word, types of marijuana mm-hmm. when it breaks down. You like have dark three, liquor really. and white liquor? In a way, kind of, yeah. <laughs> um, I would I would definitely say that sativa is more of your white liquor. You know what I'm saying? It's definitely more of a, an up kind of a thing, whereas the uh, indica uh, amongst stoners is easy. Indica couch is what that means. Indica is the shit that you smoke and you see people sitting back and, and taking a chill. And you can have a hybrid, which will mix both highs as well. Um, and also to just to finish up something Rod said, I actually, cause it's a nice lead into what's coming up next. I actually have some, 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 uh, what was it? Bubba Kush, um, that I have, uh, from Cannaboy, um, in my ardent downstairs decarboxylating so that I can make brownies I later. Don't Hell know yeah. what that means. That sounds like a humidor for a cigar or something, <laughs> if you say so. Man, I, look. Yeah, I can't wait. I, that that was the go. other thing. That was the other thing about weed for me, JG, mm-hmm. was that everybody I knew who smoked in college, they just sat still and moved slow. And I used to, my alcohol progressions in college, Rod will appreciate this. Mad Dog 2020. Ooh. To, oh, God. To Cisco. Uh-huh. Oh, God. Uh-huh. Oh, God. To E&J. Oh God! Jesus. Then I graduated to oh. gin and Goldschlager oh. and Rumpelmans, and then so though like when you had a Mad Dog twenty twenty motherfucker, let's go do something. Let's go punch a motherfucking Popeyes employee. <laughs> and everybody I knew on weed is just yeah, man. I'm like y'all motherfuckers lame. Y'all, you know what, man? Shit. It's so funny you say that because Mad Dog twenty twenty is most of the reason why I smoke. Can't even lie to you. I, that mad dog had the whole hall looking twisted like it was a bad ride. And I was like, I can't deal with this. I can't do it. But at least when I smoke, I can kind of control what's going on. And for whatever it's worth, I'm going to say this because I'm super excited about Chanel. Um, when I was in college, believe it or not, um, there was one room on the floor where like the dudes are really, really smart. And they would seal Jamaican dudes. And they would seal up the door. And you would go in there and you could smoke all night but if you didn't study they kicked you out the room so the first time i went in i didn't wow. study and they kicked me out and i still got good grades and they came back to me and was like yo but you didn't even study look you coming here again you got to study and i was like why would i smoke and study and honestly it changed my entire life because now to this day <laughs> if i sit down to study or if i sit down to research guess any of that stuff i smoke and i i work my way through it you know what i'm saying so in college i learned 
Like I went to college barely with a 2.9. I graduated with a 3.3 and I was smoking the whole time. See, that's the shit y'all need to put in the Morehouse brochure. <laughs> oh, man. Spend all these goofy-ass photos of people jogging and interracial friendships on the, on the lawn. <laughs> Every college brochure is some interracial friendship. Two motherfuckers sharing a sandwich in the grass. Just put Ralph. <laughs> Jamaican smoking out. Uh, this from Down South Georgia Girl. 36 states and four territories have passed legislation to allow the medicinal mm. use of marijuana. Today, 18 states and two territories and D.C. have passed legislation for recreational use. Cannabis is projected to be, by the year 2028, a $70 billion mm. market. Yet the door remains closed for a lot of us. Uh, with us now on the show is someone, a woman that's helping to open those doors. J.G., who do we have? We have Chanel, and she is a cannabis entrepreneur, and she knows a lot about this emerging industry. She also a CEO. We got to play corporate suite, Roy. Got to play corporate suite. Got to play corporate suite, Roy. Got to play music. Yes. We are now in the corporate suite, and we're getting nice and smooth. Joining us right now in the corporate suite is the wonderful Chanel Lindsay. The company is Ardent Cannabis Chanel. Welcome to the corporate suite. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me. And I really appreciate being here and the invite because this is a, an important topic. You know, it's a it's a huge industry that's opening up. It's like the fastest growing industry in the country. And there's opportunity here. But like you mentioned, it's hard for Black people to get a foothold in this industry, despite the fact that the history is undeniable. Mm. Tell them. So, Let's start there. You know, we talk on this job. We, we goof, as you can hear, we goof off a lot. But we talk a lot on this podcast about having the courage to make the pivot into something else that you want to do. So if you're a black person right now today, and let's just say Big Mama just died and she left you 200000 mm -hmm. and you want to take that and try to start a dispensary or start that process, what are the potholes? Like, what are the barriers that most people of color are dealing with out the gate before we even get into mm. finding a building and a supplier and all of that other shit? Yeah. So I think just as a starting point, the way the laws are written either allow us to have access or completely shut us out. And so it's really important for people who are living in a place where the law has not been formed yet to get involved as soon as they can in order to be active, to make sure that within the law, certain licenses are put aside for people of color, that there are certain requirements right at the beginning for equity, right? And that's like the general push all around the country, this push for equity and acknowledgement of the fact that we should all be involved in this industry, the people that are all went to jail for it, the people that have been impacted by that. And there's ways that the laws are being structured like here in Massachusetts, where it requires the involvement of the community and people that have been impacted. And otherwise, you see, it's just like big money's already in it. Big tobacco, big alcohol. They're already making moves on top of these huge cannabis companies that really only care about their own, you know, bottom dollar. 
Okay, hypothetically speaking, Big Tobacco and also Pharma and those other industries, they've purchased a few people. Let's just say Congress people, hypothetically speaking. So you know it only takes about 100K to run a good campaign. The turnover rate is probably maybe every 18 years or so. So have you ever thought about buying you a couple of Congress people, hypothetically speaking? Well, you know, yeah, why can't we counter lobby? Well, we do. And that's what we're doing even right now on the federal level. So in Massachusetts, basically, we saw that the medical program was only rich white people. Mm-hmm. It, w- it cost one hundred five hundred thousand dollars in liquid in the bank you had to even apply. So then when it was time for us to push for legalization, we made sure that we were putting provisions in there that made the license fees low enough. Right. That made um, like a requirement that you had to have participation from people harmed by prohibition. So within the law, there was like this economic empowerment um, status that people could achieve. And then cities and towns like Boston, for example, half of the licenses have to go to economic empowerment. That's how you start to really make a difference. Make sure that Mm. people are actually involved in the business because the way that the landscape is set up before is so tilted towards the corporations that there's no way for a small operator to get in, not to mention a black operator who doesn't have access to capital or things like that. So there's different ways, you know, for people to get involved if they do have money. If you're already in one of these states like Massachusetts, we just passed economic empowerment for delivery. So delivery licenses, delivering cannabis to people homes, only social equity and economic empowerment can have those for the first three years. It's completely exclusive. So right now there's a bunch of black and brown entrepreneurs in Massachusetts that have delivery licenses that have, they're the only ones that are going to be able to deliver. There's a huge opportunity there, but they're looking for money. And so Mm -hmm. that's the second piece. Once you set up the law to have the opportunity, then the next piece is actually taking advantage of that opportunity, making sure that people know about it. Mm-hmm. Now, let me ask you just a logistical question here. Um, well, you know what? I'm not going to put this question at you. Rod, uh-huh. I'm going to put this question to you. Would you feel safe with a car full of marijuana riding around delivering it to people? And what would be your gun of choice to carry with you <laughs> as you deliver uh, said marijuana? Oh, I would, I would absolutely not feel safe safe doing that and i would go with the desert eagle 0.50 easily you know <laughs> something big enough to where if people see it they'll get scared as if you've already shot it because you want to conserve bullets if you're carrying a lot of weed <laughs> you got a lot of deliveries to make you know what i'm saying you can't just dump 16 and be done. niggas is gonna be after you every time you pull up the block so yeah you need something big and scary so, but then Chanel, what you're basically talking about, then you really don't need to have money to do yet. If you just you, because even without money, we have the power of influence, and so you have the opportunity to at least find out who the local lawmakers and who the rabble rousers are on the ground where you are. So at least that you can get those numbers down, like for as I like to call it, the buy-in. Because there's a lot of money in this shit, man. There is a lot of money. Well, you know, man. Um, the first time I met, uh, Chanel was years ago. Um, uh, it was at the DC cannabis fest and everybody was walking around looking hella crazy. Everybody looked hella crazy. Uh, all the dudes looked like the dudes you didn't want to talk to, but there's this one, one woman in a Sunday dress 
<laughs> standing amongst everybody else, looking like she didn't fit, and it was Chanel. And when she started talking, and this was years before everything else went legal and all that kind of stuff, the money, she was, she'd been saying this stuff for, for quite some time. And it's one of those reasons that I also started uh, learning a lot more about it. Um, what I would, would, would like, if you don't mind, Roy, for Chanel to do um, is talk about something that's near and dear to my heart, which is decarb oxalation, which is a big word for how you really cook with weed. Cause uh, huh? yeah, she changed the game, bro. She Wait, we talking about game. edibles? We talking about like like? Oh, yeah. yeah I, um, I saw some weed collard greens on Twitter one day. It's anything you want. It's edibles. It's topicals. It's suppositories. It's whatever you want. Huh. Yes. <laughs> and Roy, don't like worry a- about it because you know in Massachusetts, I don't think that you could be a delivery driver, right? Because they have they have very strict rules, including cameras, body cameras, and you know. The way you cut up, oh, I don't okay. know so if you walk around. Be cut out for that. No, I ain't got. You got to walk around looking like the Brinks man. Put a nigga in a RoboCop yeah. suit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, talk to us a little bit about that. The infusion, how marijuana is not just for, you know, these medicinal purposes, but also kind of finding its way into our recipes now. But I mean, a quick question about those suppositories. Um, <laughs> Are they are they medical suppositories or is it strict like like can you put it up there to get rid of constipation and get high as a byproduct or is it strictly Chanel, for I'm just sorry. boofing it just to get high? No, it's it's both of those, and I think that's I'm one of so the beautiful sorry. things about about weed, right? Is that really like the wellness overlaps very much with the uh, enjoyment, right? Mm. And and also to think about it like a painkiller. If you are really, really in pain and you take a painkiller, you're not feeling high from that painkiller, right? It's just it's just relieving you. So in many ways, THC is the same. If you have a pain or you're using a, um, you know, if you're using a suppository to treat like menstrual cramps or things like that, you'll get the relaxation as well. But you can also use it if you're strictly using it from a recreational standpoint as well. And that's for, you know, you can use it for preventative too, colon cancer, other things like that. So it's like opening your mind to all of these different pieces. (laughs) (laughs) You heard it here first, folks. Just get your taint high. That's how you cure colon cancer. (laughs) Talk talk about the collard green weed, please. So this kind of this kind of goes back to an early conversation y'all were having around um like what's the difference between different strains and and what makes like indica sativa and things like that and I think a good way to think of it is like if you have a car right you're gonna have an engine and all cars kind of like have the same similar engine like a V12 V6 right mm-hmm. and that you can think of the engine as kind of like the THC or the CBD right? What kind of cannabis do you have? Is it all THC? Is it all CBD? Is it a mix of those? And kind of that's going to, that's going to determine in some respects, what kind of experience you're going to have, especially from the medical side, right? When you're looking for THC or CBD, you want to look into that or CBG there's, there's 80 cannabinoids, right? So y'all start to hear more about different ones as they become more prevalent, but the CB that, that ratio of kind of what the cannabinoids are is going to be kind of, um, 
about like how effective or strong it's going to be. Right. Then everything else, think about like the style of the car or the brand Mm -hmm. that's going to be what's called the terpenes. And the terpenes are what leads to the smell and the taste, Roy, like around what you want to pair for what you want to eat with. So think about the terpenes is just like any other food. There's everything from food that's very like strong smelling and dank all the way up to stuff that's very fruity. And cannabis is the same way. So me, I'm I'm an outlier here because I'm a sativa girl. I like that fruity, fruity sativa. And definitely, Roy, if you were a smoker, that's what you would be on to because that's going to get you The Mad Dog 2020. Yeah, that's the Mad yeah, Dog. That's I the equivalent, the right? And honestly, I want to punch your like, Popeyes well employee. Said. We, yes. should, well we should said. try to breed a strain in Roy's honor called Mad Dog you know, 420, Yo. right? Mad Dog 420. And, make it a sativa <laughs> hybrid? Make it a sativa yeah, hybrid? Yeah, make it a super sativa and see what, you know, and make some edibles and see what happens. Little little, little hints of orange in it, maybe? I don't know so which flavor favorite, of Mad Dog you, know, you like, so right? More, yeah. citrus, pineapple, you know? pineapple, please. <laughs> there you go, right? <laughs> oh, that's pineapple. Pineapple fruits is a strain. We could do this. Pineapple fruits is a strain. So, so that's going to give you that, like the feeling, right. Of the different um, cannabis, like those terpenes are going to impact that. So the, the idea behind my company, and I've been using cannabis for over 20 years now to treat an ovarian cyst that I got after my son was born. So I was one of those in college, you know, I was a smoker, I definitely always fighting that stereotype. And I was glad mm. that Ralph, you know, uh, pointed out those like smart, more focused, you know, um, people that do smoke cannabis, because that was me. And I had my son young when I was in in school, I had him when I was 19. And so for me, like making sure I was, you know, both succeeding and able to stay sane as a young mother and get through all of this, you know, that was important. Chanel, Mm -hmm. what was that small school? What's the small, the name of the small school that you went to, by the way? Uh, University of Pennsylvania. Right, right. Small school. Just, you know, I'm just putting it, it's just a small, small school, you know. It was kind of, you know, she, yeah. Okay, I got Go a question. Is there a strand or a part of the plant for hair and nail growth or anything like that? Definitely. So, really? yeah. So, and the CBD and THC, they're definitely um, stimulators, right? So, Rod, you were asking about that. Um, oh, no, I think that was Roy earlier about um, for um, sex or sensuality. Maybe that was Ralph, but the being able to, it's like a vasodilator, right? So anything, any blood vessels are going to be kind of stimulated mm-hmm. with THC, CBD. So you definitely see that paired with things like emu oil and other things that are traditionally really helpful for hair growth. So that's, and, and you know, nowadays, sometimes it can be like, oh, there's CBD and everything. And how could this possibly be good for all of these different things when you think about like THC and CBD, but we have this whole endocannabinoid system and through our whole body. Right. And it's as prevalent as your lymph nodes and your lymph system. People just don't know about it. And cannabis can be used in all of these amazing ways. So back to making the greens, you know what I mean? It's as easy as taking a little nug like what I have here and sticking this in this machine. And what it does is it heats it up to like a a lab grade specific temperature that activates and unlocks the THC and CBD. Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't know that either, that THC and CBD, they're actually in this acid form. So if you were just to eat some bud, you wouldn't get the effect of it, right? It actually, that's why I think about anytime you're using cannabis, you're smoking it or heating it up in some ways, even with edibles, right? It's going in the oven. That's what's that decarboxylation, Mm -hmm. that like big, scary term. That's all it means is the activation of the THC and CBD, but you have to do it the right way because, you know, weed's expensive. And if you don't, if it's not with like lab grade precision, 
then you're wasting it. So people, when they start using our product, they use about half as much weed as they used to when they're making their edibles. And like I said, even just this little amount right here, this probably has about 25 milligrams of THC. So if I put that in there, I could get then just sprinkle it. Well, Jacqueline, like you were saying, you could literally just sprinkle it on the salad afterwards and eat it up. Or you could put it into um, with the um, butter and then pour it on the greens or whatever you want it to, to do. But oh. it makes it very simple to make any product. That's the whole idea is take this mystery out of it. It's not hard. If you got a little weed lying around, you could literally make any product you could think of. So you could put it in cheese. You could put it in butter and make them both gourmet because that stuff goes for like $12, $15 at the farm's exactly. market. Exactly, it's customized. Yeah. And for people, especially they're trying to use it for cancer. They're using it for these other things. They're breaking the bank and they're not able to make these different products. And that's why originally back, you know, when I first met Ralph, that's back in, you know, when medical marijuana was around and people were becoming very desperate. It was legal, mm -hmm. but they didn't have access to it or it's so expensive that, you know, to have a solution to make it easy for people. That's the whole mission of Ardent. Well, thank you so much Black for what you all are doing. Save the world. I love Ardentcannabis.com if you want to purchase one of these devices and make your THC weed collard green suppository, Rod. <laughs> Sounds delicious <No>. and nutritious. <laughs> A-R-D-E-N-T cannabis.com. Chanel, thank you so much. We'd love for you to hang for a second. We have somebody we want to connect you with at the end of the episode. If you got another 15, 20 minutes, if you can kick back with of course. us. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much. This is something else that we didn't get a chance to talk about earlier. Is that thankfully, you know, when we talk about all of the, the money, you know, she was talking about how money is a barrier, right? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. The New York fund manager has teamed up with former NBA all-star Chris Weber, and they're planning to launch a $100 million private equity fund that will invest in underrepresented marijuana entrepreneurs. Wow. Ding, ding. And uh, Jay-Z is uh, being a part of something with Subversive Capital Acquisition Corporation with the goal of raising $10 million to do the same thing. He dropped so, a strain, too. He dropped a strain recently. I can't think of the name of it, but it, yeah, it has something to do with that. Yo, people be talking about weed. I don't know if they talking about weed or sneakers. If I got the beef from Broccoli <laughs> Duck Acid 397. Man, like, is that weed or a shoe? What the fuck are you talking about? I got that Shikari pack. Oh. <laughs> oh, you are so wrong. Smoking, smoking on that. Hey, you know that's a car. That's a car. Stay smoking. You see the trail all the way down the track. That, that thing, that that thing just coach. went up. Mm. <laughs> Not asked for that. After the break, the homie Rod for short uh, will break down some things to break the ice. And more importantly, we're going to speak with a black woman, another black woman overseas in the Middle East but still hitting that motherfucking pivot in the world of marijuana. And um, I, I think they're going to have a scam for us. They got to have a scam for us. They living in Kuwait. <laughs> go down and release the job fair. We'll be right back. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. 
Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you on the hunt for a new home this spring? But don't know where to start? Fisher Homes is your solution. Your new home should reflect you from the front door to the kitchen and even your outdoor space. Start your journey by selecting your ideal home site, like in a cul-de-sac or that's tree-lined, and then choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans. Bring it all together at our Lifestyle Design Center. Let Fisher Homes be your new home solution this spring and start making memories at fisherhomes.com. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A dot at JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring, and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day, as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her. Each in women's petite and plus sizes. And Stafford and Mutual Weave for him. Style and comfort for all, even big and tall. Plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? I think my battery's dead. With free battery testing and charging, we can help you get back on the road. Get in zone, so what if I need a new one? We have the right Duralast battery for you, only at AutoZone. Get in zone, and what about my old battery? We can recycle it right here at America's number one battery destination. Get in zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply. Job fair, we back in it. Talking weed this whole episode. I've learned a lot. Didn't know you could get high. Three behind. Um, a big, big, big shout out to that piece of information that I'm not sure that I needed to know, but now I know. But, you know, thank you to uh, Chanel over at Arden Cannabis for helping you get the best out of the weed that you have just laying around the house. Uh, uh, excuse me, the best out of the marijuana. Hey, man, I, I just told you, man, stop saying that, man. You can't say marijuana, man. That's racist, man. It's cannabis. God, Marijuana is racist. Every week, there's a new word Explain. that you can't say. 
and uh-huh. I'm trying to be considerate and PC. Why? Why? Why is your word? If, why did I offend your community? Because <laughs> because marijuana was the racist term created by Harry Enslinger back in the day when he was trying to give marijuana as a class A drug, and he felt as if it had more of a ethnic sling to it. It would be easier to convince white people that it was it was bad for you. Um, there's wow. a there's a film way back in the day called Reaper Madness. And when they created the film, they <laughs> tell them, Rod, they literally created the film to, to scare the shit out of anybody from using weed. And like when you watch this black and white film, it's the worst, the dudes, it's the worst shit ever. Like the dude smokes a joint and then decides to like rape a woman next to him. Like, I don't know, the weed just got me crazy. And I'm like, as a weed smoker, <laughs> and that's I'm going how to let you know, criminalized right? weed, which is that's a, a lot of campaign. It. it was a PR campaign. And like as a weed smoker, I can tell you if I'm smoking something good, I am not thinking something criminal as soon as I finish smoking. It's just not. Happening. It's, it's not, on streaming services. It. it was on mm. HBO Max for a while. You look it up. You can find. You can find Reaper, Reaper Madness. Madness. It is a straight up propaganda film that they made to show the high school students, and it basically made marijuana look like a combination of acid and crack. Right, with Smoking a little bit of fruit made those people go so like this dude is raping people, and, and this right. girl got into a car. And, Drove into a school bus full of children. Right. You know why? Right. Marijuana. Marijuana. <laughs> Down South Georgia, girl, find us a link. While she does that, let's get into it, Rod. We bring you on to break the ice to give people topics to discuss with coworkers of the opposite race. We're going to speed through this because I want to get back to all of our guests um, and bring this episode home here. Um, but... I guess I should. Well, you already told us what you're smoking on, so we've already covered that. And I can see you over there Googling marijuana suppository. So let's hurry oh, up. Oh, buddy, I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Rod. Hey, Rod. You know, what you, you know what you missed, though, right? What? If you, if you get, if you get the, the Chanel's machine, you can make your own suppository. Oh, my. Somebody shoot me a link. <laughs> I got you, player. I got you. Find the movie first, Rhonda, then shoot Rod away. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get to it, Rod. What's some topics people can bring up with their coworkers of the opposite race this week? I'm keeping in the theme of the show, um, white people, if you want to talk about the cannabis industry with black people, you want to be talking about one specific black person, a black woman in the D.C. area by the name of Linda Mercado Green. Uh, She runs the dispensary called Anacostia Organics. She was one of the first 10 black women to get a license to work in the legal cannabis business. Uh, She's a member of the Minority Cannabis Business Association, and she does a daily podcast called Cannabis Conversations, where she Mm. tries to dispel myths about cannabis and um giving people a lot of struggling good to not say marijuana it's okay man it's okay to mess up and say marijuana you didn't mean it i want to get time to learn a new word for offending uh cannabinoid americans <laughs> 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 so, <laughs> um black people what you want to talk to white people about in this instance is dogs and you want you want to talk to them and let them know you know what's up in the dog and weed community because uh you know i i spent oh my first couple of years out of college uh working in the veterinary industry and so i want to make sure people know that uh thc is very intense to dogs 
and just animals in general. You know, animals don't have the same kind of consciousness as a see the world through the same kind of state that humans do. And so an altered state of reality is very stressful for, for animals. And we're talking about dogs specifically here. You see a lot of videos of people blowing shotguns and things and their dogs' faces and talking about he's high. Women, 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 right? Hmm? You know, you know, Jay Z and Roy don't know. You better tell them what a shotgun is before they start asking you. Oh, I'm nice. sorry. Uh, I know what a shotgun shit. is. I listened to the Chronic album. <laughs> that's like about he, he, he still think it's a gun. He think it's a monster. Right. <laughs> monster, right. monster pop, right? No, not that type of shotgun. Uh, blowing somebody a shotgun is when um, they they hold the joint like they're gonna smoke it, but instead of them sucking on it to get the smoke out. Somebody else blows from the lit end because when you're blowing, you can blow way harder than you can suck. And so you blow them a very intense hit of that weed. A lot of people blow smoke into the dog's face and stuff. And it's really not cool. What you what you want to do, uh, if you want to use anything related to the cannabis for your dogs, it's, it's going to be CBD. There's a lot of veterinarian approved CBD products for anxiety and depression and things like that in your pets. So keep your dog safe, man. Keep them doobers away from Scooper. His podcast is Uncle Rod's Story Corner. You can get it wherever you get our podcast. Rod, as always, you're welcome to hang. We got one more guest. Matter of fact, you got to hang because you got to tell this woman thank you because she mailed y'all some shit. Yeah, I'm cool. Um, I'm reading this uh, courtesy of Down South Georgia Girl. Um, Easy do-it-yourself cannabis suppository recipe. With the uh-huh. uses. Let me uh, <laughs> get out the old notepad out. Yeah. <laughs> benefits of it. They're inexpensive when used rectally. Suppositories are an excellent way to administer therapeutically high amounts of THC while avoiding the negative side effects. They can, this is like butt chugging beer. Yeah, okay. avoid that liver. About to say, I'm gonna tell you both. I'm today years old when I found out that you could use a weed suppository. That was new for me. I've I've heard a lot of things, but I didn't know that. It's booth season. (laughs) (laughs) If you don't know, boofing is it means to take drugs and alcohol up the ass. You're welcome, Jack. Get your get your booth on. (laughs) Rod, we've been trying to be appropriate. It's been I don't know if you noticed, Rod. It's been all black women guests today. And a for black the first woman time brought the suppositories history. up, not me. <laughs> 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 Don't blame me. Uh, <laughs> not my fault. <laughs> Scam of the week time. <laughs> RoyceJobFair at gmail.com if you ever want to be a part of the program. And this woman that we have on now reached out and um, she just wanted to tell us a scam. And, and you know, I, I would almost call her. Um, would you say she's patient zero for the weed episode third? She actually is. She actually is. A lot she of reached out because of her. Yeah. And we started talking. You and I were like, "Well, weed and oh, she's got weed accessories. We talked about weed. No, we did. we should do a whole weed episode." So, JG, who's on the phone? We have Dozier, and she's going to talk to us about a number of things, including the topic that's of discussion, and talk about living in the Middle East and the scams she's seen. Dozier, welcome to the job fair first and foremost what's going on where in the middle east are you i'm in kuwait right now Hmm. why are you in kuwait what money or love 
money. <laughs> Preach. Money, for sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm working in IT, um, and it's sort of money that. Yeah, I'm not hating on Kuwait. I just know for anybody to be that far away from the States, more often than not, it's usually money or love. I guess it's 100%. Totally. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> money. Before we even get into the scam, I want to talk about your product because there's something interesting about is it Doja Boards? Yeah, Doja yeah, Doja Boards. Boards. You got it. So you reached out to the show and you and I kind of went back and forth over email and i was just i was just honest with you i don't smoke weed enough to appreciate a good weed accessory like i wouldn't know what to do with that (laughs) but then i showed it to ralph and i showed it to rod and they were both oh shit nigga that's perfect because i can put the thing right there (laughs) (laughs) apparently your product solves a lot of problems within the marketplace so walk us through that first before we get into the scams that you've seen on other jobs walk us through that because you're in it by your own admission yeah you are pivoting on the side trying to figure out something else that's going to so just like because what we were talking about earlier is the barrier of entry especially for Mm -hmm. black women where you had this idea and you got to go get the capital and then you got to market the shit. So just walk us through that. One day you were smoking weed in your lap and you dropped a blunt and you went, man. <laughs> it was- it's more so I really hate for my guard gut to my weed to touch. That's where this whole thing came about. Break and- that down for Jack. Talk about yeah, it, Doja. <laughs> Talk about it, Doja. All right. So this is my product. This is my, um, it's the Doja board, right? So you have the grinder area, the storage area, and then where you roll. And the slope. Okay. So for the people who can't see it, it's essentially like a wooden plank with partitions, almost like a shark. I, I don't want to say a, I don't want to say a school lunch tray. Yeah, but that's what it looks like. Right. It, it is a school lunch tray. You can use it for multiple things, you know? So yeah. Charcuterie. Essentially. Uh-huh. Yeah. But yes, it's a it's a wooden plank with partitions. And I don't like, like I said, for my guards and my weed to touch. Um, and I also don't like to have to, if I have something on my whatever I'm rolling on to flip my board over to empty the, the gut. So I have different partitions, a place that you can um, empty your guts without having to flip the board over. I have multiple size grinders. So I wanted to create something that can store all the grinders in one location. Um, but yeah, it came about just um, 2018. I have a design background. Trays felt cheap to me, right? And I wanted something that I feel like boards, you know, it just, it, it felt like it meant a little bit more. And I love the, I love um, the design of wood. You can cut it. It's never going to be the same thing twice. It's, it's, it's going to be just, you know, you can finish it, sand it. <laughs> there we go. The design is always going to be something new. Um, yeah, Ralph was holding up something that looks very 1.0 and not your product. That looked like one of them old. <laughs> you remember them trays, Jacqueline, you'd sit in front of the TV to eat. <laughs> TV dinner. <laughs> TV dinner's on. <laughs> That 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 may may or may not have been an old hungry man trade. <laughs> may, may or may not. But, I didn't mean to cut you off, Doja. So you wanted something that looked good and not only did what you needed to do, but also looked good and had a good feel to it. Absolutely. So um yeah, so this first one is a wood called Blackwood. Um, mm. Pre COVID, I get the wood shipped out, and I can't say I do all the work. It's really more so machines. I input my 
measurements into a CNC machine, also an engraver, and it really does the work for me. Maybe I do a little sanding and finishing, but that's pretty much it. But can you see this? Yeah, we can no, see it. No, we can see that. Yeah, yeah, see that. Can see it. yeah, yeah. So um, this is my area. It's about the size of a piece of paper. It's a little, it's like 7.5 and a little bit, bit less than 11. It fits in a laptop storage uh, case. It's about a pound or less, maybe a half a pound, depending on what you got, but um, very um, on it, the it go. Flew to Mar- it, it flew to Martha's Vineyard just fine, for the record. I, <laughs> I didn't even notice it in my bags. I just happened to have it. What scams have you seen? Well, you know, it didn't even have to be in Kuwait. What scams have you seen run on a job back in the day that you used to work? Well, I'll just I'll stick to Kuwait. I've been um, overseas in the Middle East since 2011. So that's most of my adult Should life. You live there now. You just. Yeah, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm bringing it on home, though. I think, you know, I'm bringing it on home soon. But um, so the biggest scams are it's pretty dangerous. But um, the most lucrative is uh, like alcohol, weed and bacon. Right. Mm. It's a Muslim country. So, you know, mm-hmm. it's not. Hold up, hold up. Wait a minute, Hang Daniel. On. Say that again. Did you just say alcohol? I, I heard one That's of. That's a vice. I swore. I swore you just said bacon. Yeah, you know, bacon, know, it's a Muslim country, so yeah. you know, my man. So you fuck with that hickory cut? You, <laughs> you know, it's a slab, a slab of bacon, a slab of pork. Uh, you know, a pack of pork, a pack of bacon to run you um, like a hundred bucks. You know, hundred fifty. Get the right person. You can uh, you can so, make some good money. Okay, but here's a serious question. If that's a job, if that's a scam over there, which is just people selling bacon as contraband, uh-huh. how do <laughs> where you cook it? Because like if I bought bacon, <laughs> the smell yeah. of bacon it goes further than weed. If we're talking, like you can't put a wet towel under a door to stop bacon. Hold up. Hey, Roy, hold up. You're making this way too easy. You ask about bacon. Ask her some real shit. Chitlins. Oh my God. Chitlins. If they get, if they get in bacon, they gotta be getting the chitlins over there. You gotta eat that. You gotta eat all, right. your, all your pork products at the Chitlin smoke cups. They, so they do take, you can't get chitlins, right? It's nothing you can't get. It's more so, the more illegal, the, the easier it is to probably find. So, but, um, it's not difficult, but chillings are out here. I've seen them with my own eyes. Really? I don't know how the smell is going to work, but, uh, it's out here. So that's like a Tony Montana. <laughs> in Kuwait, he's just got like a desk full of chitlins. But yeah. he just slamming his face into you. <laughs> <laughs> give like the avocado or run for his money. It's pretty out here. <laughs> well played. I love it. The cartel is coming. <laughs> <laughs> no lie, no lie, kidding. Oh uh, uh, well, thank you so much uh, for coming on. Where can people, where can the smokers uh, grab this Doja board? Um, you can find us um on Instagram, Doja Boards, um, um on our website, dojaboards.com and we're on Twitter as well, Doja Boards. Um, yeah, you can find us there. Uh, you can DM us. We'll get back to you ASAP. That's D-O-Z-I-E-R boards.com. Doja, thank you so much for coming on. Let's let's get everybody back on. Let, let's we got we gotta get Chanel back in here for a minute. Ralph, I think we gotta get Chanel back on. We just wanted to tell all three of you ladies, 
thank you. Thank you. Thank you for what you all are doing from the innovation side on coming up with new ways and new types of weed that you can sell and enriching the black community with the CBD, with the CBD oil and the good parts of it. And Chanel, thank you. Thank you a million times over as well for helping to educate people in ways that they can break into this industry. And Doja, whenever you get back from Kuwait, I imagine you can break into it even more. Uh, sure. We got to get these Doja boards on, on the shelves, third. Yeah, we're going to work out. Well, you know, ultimately, I ain't going to lie. I might have had a secret plan here, but it, you could tell I wore, my, I wore my, my, my shirt, which represents all three of my sisters that's on. You see, that's Chanel. Okay, that's <laughs> Danielle. And then that's Tati. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Notice how all three of them are smoking on the shirt. And like, you know, in a in a real not so secret way, I ain't gonna lie. We we were approached by some some other folks to come on and do this, but I felt that it was super important to have all three of you sisters on who all represent different parts of the industry. And the the you know, the the opportunity to get the, the three of y'all together, almost like my own little cipher and stuff is what I'm doing here. I know <laughs> all of y'all individually and like in my mind, I'm like, you know, Dozier could send her board to Tati and Chanel could send her board to Tati and then we could actually see it in a store and then like it's just I just I needed all of y'all to be in one place at the one time. I love all three of y'all. Y'all know it. So I'm just happy to have all of y'all on here and have y'all in a position where I could put all three of y'all to talk with each other and stuff. Yeah, I got boards for everybody so we'll link after. We, we find the boards. We want boards for the streets. We want boards on the shelves for the people in the streets. Send them up to Boston. I want to see people out playing craps talk about some hold on a second man let me get my boards so i can roll this shit right quick like i'm serious you know I'm like we 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 can talk about this offline but like if the people are delivering weed then that's the person that needs to have the doja board in his back pocket and yeah. this is what you also need to look into now excuse me but i always let it gun. fall out his bag whenever he goes to get your yeah. weed like oh i'm sorry like, what is, is that, that my board <laughs> is that is that my board and then again like on some real shit uh right i mean again i could hook y'all up off air but chanel no bullshit can literally tell you how to make a suppository that you could be charging people for oh and getting paid. See how you, you know just ruined the moment. He could tell. He could tell Jacqueline how she could tell Jacqueline how to use CBD to help her through her tough parts of her woman period. Ruined. You know what I'm saying? Her woman period. I'm just trying. I'm just trying to get as many messages away as I can. I'm not going. <laughs> a woman's menstrual cycle oh as a woman period. <laughs> we almost landed the plane. Men's have periods too. Oh apparently. That's why I smoke. Dozier, I really do want my board, and I hope you I will not you. be offended if I use it as a cheese tray. No, I use it for so much. <laughs> <laughs> I use it for lunch trays, you know, whatever. Perfect. I really am. But no, we're gonna we're gonna connect you all offline. I do think that Doja Board is a perfect mm-hmm. gift that I'm gonna get for some of my crew who I know smoke as well. Uh that's the show. Thank you so much, ladies. Thank you so so much for coming on. This is it. I think this is the first time we've had all black women. All black women. Black women. Oh. Beautiful Girl black women. Yeah. Booking gold. Notched off, son. Cannabaltreehouse.com. Dozierboards.com. Ardentcannabis.com. Please go check all of them out. Uh, that's the show, man. Roy's Job Fair is a product of Comedy Central and um, South Park and Princeton Productions. And I'm going to go enjoy myself some of this high-priced, deadly Mexican cartel guacamole <laughs> that I have in the freezer. <laughs> Every step we got
with me. Yeah, with the policeman. Why you arrest me? Let me sell the ganja legally. Now his face is operating smoothly. He can test the food that he put in his mouth and then he eat the edibles and gets high again from the snack. Ganja! You take the suppository and you put the ganja up your boot. Every Jamaican listening right now, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I, I'm so sorry. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Are you on the hunt for a new home this spring? But don't know where to start? Fisher Homes is your solution. Your new home should reflect you from the front door to the kitchen and even your outdoor space. Start your journey by selecting your ideal home site, like in a cul-de-sac or that's tree-lined, and then choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans. Bring it all together at our Lifestyle Design Center. Let Fisher Homes be your new home solution this spring and start making memories at fisherhomes.com.